Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. You're listening to Sports Central on SEN. Yes, you are. Chris Warren in the chair with you up until four o'clock. Cowboy Dan is here as well. I haven't said good morning to you yet, Cowboy. Uh, good afternoon, Chris, as well. Oh, that Hello. too. <laughs> Hello, how are you? That too. Well, I'm, I'm clearly good. I'm on top of my game, obviously, if I don't know what uh, what hour it is. Well, it's a very busy show. It is a very busy show. Mm. I'm looking forward um, shortly, uh, in about 10 minutes or so, we're going to be talking to Nick Timming. Correct. So he's uh, one of our Winter Olympians. He's a skeleton racer. Mm. And for those that don't know what skeleton is, so it's basically your, your head first on your tummy yep. down a very steep slope at a, at, a, at a rapid rate and quite dangerous. Another thing I probably wouldn't do and definitely haven't done. We're going to get through that as well. Uh, Dan ain't done. Uh, we'll save that for a bit later on because Lockie McCurdy uh, from Code Sports has been kind enough to give up a little bit of his Sunday, I was going to say morning, afternoon to talk to us. Lockie, thanks for joining us, mate. How are you? Very well, thank you, Chris. How are you? Mate, really well. I guess you're enjoying the Winter Olympics and, and like most of us, um, it's one of those events that you tune into every every few years when the Olympics roll around, but it's quite intriguing. And I think um, it's it's breathtaking, some of the stuff that we see. It's dangerous. Um, it's risky. And they really are very, very fine athletes, all of them. Um, and it, it's captivating, really. And I imagine that the ratings are quite good. Where do we start? Let's start with the men's moguls. Um, mm. Now, last night I tuned in a, a bit late I saw Matt Graham on Channel 7, um, almost a breakdown, in tears, describing his exit as embarrassing, which it was anything but embarrassing, but real disappointment for him. Yeah, unfortunately, it just wasn't to be for Matt Graham. I mean, it was just purely incredible that he was even able to get to the start line in Beijing because he was looking really good throughout last year, kind of building up solid form throughout the World Cup season. And then in December, he went and broke his collarbone. So that's a serious injury for anyone, let alone someone who's trying to compete at the elite level of sport. So for him to even get on the start line was, I think, and I think most people agree, was a phenomenal effort. And even though he was there sort of saying, I'm not using it as an excuse, I don't want to blame it. I feel like I had more pain with the result as opposed to any of the injuries, I still think he has to take a lot of credit to be able to, to fight back from, from where he was only two months ago, essentially, to actually compete. And even though he, he finished sort of in 29th spot, well below his his own lofty standards, it, it was remarkable. Um, James Matheson, he uh, missed out on qualification for the first final. We may even be chatting to James a bit later on in the show. So if that happens, looking forward to that. As I said, Nick Timmings in skeleton. We are going to be talking to him very, very shortly. Uh, still with the men's moguls, though, Lockie. Um, tell us more about Cooper Woods. So he reached the super final and took out, I think, sixth place. Yeah, it was it was a phenomenal night for Cooper. It was uh, He's only 21. This is his first Olympic Games. And... Obviously, all the focus was on Matty Graham because of his sort of record across the last year. But Cooper was just come through and with a real sort of 
never say die attitude. It's just produced personal best after personal best to, to get through qualifying two. He got through final one, got through final two and booked his place in the final six where anything can really happen. He's a, he's a young kid from Cooma and for anyone who would have seen his <clears throat> post-race interview, mm. he was absolutely just delighted to be there, I think. It was... Uh, yeah, uh, quite a, a special moment for the Australian Moguls team that even when you had the, the de- devastating night for Manny, that you had someone like Cooper Woods who has got a good 10 years ahead of him in the sport yeah. put on a performance like that, which was really exciting. I was watching the Moguls with my, my young boys and um, you know they haven't seen much Winter Olympics before and they were in awe as well as I. I mean, the damage it must do or the pressure it must put on your knees, just remarkable, mm. you know. I, I, I can't fathom how they do it, but then to do a couple of aerial tricks as well, it's 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 such a demanding discipline, isn't it, the men's moguls? And uh, we've still got some uh, more to look forward to tonight. We'll, we'll get onto that uh, in the women's side as well uh, of the moguls. Uh, where are we up to uh, in the curling? We're still alive? Look, we're not as alive in terms of any medal prospects, but they do have two more matches today. Unfortunately, the kind of the golfing class between some of the really professional teams who who have professional facilities in their own country and the Aussies who, it's just incredible that they're there, has kind of shown in the last couple of matches that they're 0 from 7, which mm. it wasn't a result they would have wanted going into these games. And the results really, when you look at them, haven't shown that. They've had about four matches where they've only lost by one stone and it, the, the result really could have gone either way. But yeah, they've got two more matches today. First up against Switzerland and then later tonight against Canada to round out their campaign. And they'll definitely be looking to try and get at least one win from those to come away with something victorious. But for Tali and Dean, I, I think it's just been incredible for anyone who's watched any of their matches throughout this tournament that they've had a smile on their face the whole time. They've just loved being there. Mm. They've got this back and forth banter between their coaches that they talk about buying burritos after <laughs> each match, which is absolutely fantastic saying, if I pull this shot off the burritos are on you when they're talking to their coaches. So I think they've really sort of captured a bit of imagination in curling, a sport that mm. has not had any sort of profile in Australia. And I think they'll definitely help that regardless of, if they go through without a win, I don't think it matters. They've done all they've uh, set out to achieve in Beijing. Mm. I was uh, cleaning my floors the other day and I, I thought of curling, you know, when I was doing the mopping. <laughs> you know, I couldn't get these nasty stains off these floorboards. But on a serious note, Tali Gill and Dean uh, Hewitt, well done. Well done to them. Mm. Now, we've got some medal chances today. Um, I think it all starts from around about, well, almost shortly, actually. Um, mm. Am I right? First up, Tess Cody in the snowboard, the women's snowboard. Yeah, she's in the slope style final, uh, which kicks off in about, oh, only about five minutes' time. So they'll have three runs there in the women's snowboard slope style final. She qualified sort of eighth best uh, for that final yesterday. We weren't quite sure how it was going to look. Uh, she put through a, a pretty conservative total uh, with her first run, but it was more than enough to get her in, which was really impressive. And the young 21-year-old, um, she sort of wasn't able to have the, the, her best tournament back at Pyeongchang in 2018 when she uh, suffered an ACL injury in training um, just after the, the course had been closed to strong winds. So she wasn't able to compete in uh, South Korea back then. But now she's back. She's made her Olympic debut officially and she's into a final. And, yeah, she's a fantastic character in the sport. You'll see her wearing a sort of a full-face balaclava as well. Mm. That's kind of something that she's been uh, known as, as well. She's... Uh, 
said in various interviews that it's part intonation, part swag. So make yeah. make of that what you will. All right. Well, we'll keep uh, our listeners across that. So, yeah, starting in, in only a matter of moments is that event, the snowboard uh, women's snowboard slope-style finals test, Cody. Now, then, later on this evening, uh, we talk about moguls. It's the women's moguls finals. A uh, couple still very much alive, aren't they? Jakara Anthony and also, I believe, Brittany Cox. Yes, yeah, so this is a, a really strong medal chance for Australia. Jakara Anthony was absolutely incredible in the first qualifying round for this competition. That She, she blitzed the field, essentially, and uh, finished first by a score of more than two and a half points, so safely booked her passage through. And then Britt Cox, uh, four-time Olympian. She went to her first Olympics in Vancouver when she was only 15. She's also made it through to the, the final stages, mm. the final 20. And she's someone who, she went into Pyeongchang as probably the favourite, like Jakara is now, and wasn't able to kind of live up to that own expectation that she she set for herself. So she's someone who's also got uh, quite a point to prove uh, in Beijing over at Genting Snow Park. But then we've got one more who could make it, Sophie Ash. Uh, mm-hmm. She's there's one more set of qualifying uh, before the final, so she just has to finish in the top ten out of twenty in qualifying too, and she'll go through to the next phase as well. So there's every chance that we have three Aussies who gets through to the finals for the women's moguls. But Jakara Anthony is definitely the one to watch. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant stuff. Thanks very much, Lockie. I could talk all day, uh, but Code Sports is the place to go. Lockie McCurdy joining us. uh, uh, You're almost becoming a regular guest, mate, and I appreciate your time. Anytime, Chris. Thank you. Great stuff. There he is. Now, we're going to keep the theme of Winter Olympics going. And as I look out the window, uh, quite appropriate too. It's it's pretty, well, not chilly, but uh, blowy out there. It could be a, a winter's day here in Sydney. Up next, we're going to talk to Nick Timmings. He's a skeleton racer. He's either mad or mad. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.